This week on Excelsior Journeys, it is part three of our Clubhouse miniseries, and I'll be talking with Jacqueline Young, author of the new book, The Clubhouse Phenomenon. Just like with any social media app, Clubhouse has its positives and negatives, and Jacqueline has provided an ideal guide to navigate this app and get the very best experiences out of it. And remember, if you're still waiting for an invitation to the app, just send a screenshot of you subscribing to this podcast to George at He's Got It. Dot com. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? Then you are on an Excelsior journey, and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. My name is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of over 80 episodes. I still can't believe we've gone this far. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and share it. You can find all the platforms available at he's got it.com slash podcasts. Now, one of the things that's really amazing these days is how social media can Basically do what what Gary Vanderchuk has said, that it doesn't do anything evil to us. All it simply does is reveal who we really are. And this, the experience really being on Clubhouse has been really, really positive for me. Now, as it is with social media, there are its pitfalls and its promises. And so the one thing that I really am thrilled about is that we have someone here as part of our Clubhouse miniseries to get us started when it comes to preparing us for the pitfalls and promises that lie ahead. And I am really pleased to have uh, Jacqueline Young as our guest this week. Jacqueline Young is an author, a business consultant, a mindset rebuilder, a mental health advocate, a public speaker, and a marketer. And she is apparently the ideal person with the sort of skills that she has to present a new book that's coming out very soon called The Clubhouse Phenomenon. She is here to tell us all about it. She is here to basically prepare all of you who have been curious about Clubhouse and really want to dive in, or if you're already experienced and you want to just kind of prepare yourself a little bit more for what may lie ahead. Jacqueline is here to tell us all about this, and it is my pleasure this week to introduce my guest, Jacqueline Young. Jacqueline, how are you? Hi, George. How are you? This is Jacqueline. How are you, everyone? Oh, this is I'm I'm doing great. And thank you so much for being here. Now, we just happened to have started talking in a clubhouse room and it was really just one of those spontaneous things, how you were sharing the your specific wins and you're also letting us know about your book, which which is coming out soon. And I just happened to be putting together a mini series about Clubhouse on this podcast. And who better to have to have here than someone who has already begun the navigation of this amazing app. So so for starters, before we dive into your history, can you tell us a little bit about the book, The Clubhouse Phenomenon? When is it coming out? Actually, the book is live on April 30th. So by the time I believe that it's available, and the book itself, why I want to write this book is 
I think Clubhouse becomes one of the things that everybody wants to get it. I remember the beginning that someone is actually selling the invitation for forty bucks on eBay. Wow! And it is crazy, right? And oh, by the way, the app was only available on China platform for twenty four hours, and really? one invitation was selling like about a hundred bucks. Wow! Wow! That's fascinating, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone really wants to be a part of this, and. It's really amazing just how it how that happens with social media, how there are certain apps that will just come out and then fizzle and die on the vine. But then there are others like Clubhouse, like obviously Facebook and Twitter and Instagram that just that open and then all of a sudden explode. It's really amazing how that happens. Yes. And then because of that, I was like, why everybody get want to get on that? And for myself, I began to see that Oh, you you got to get in the waiting list. Yeah, that that, turn, that actually turned me off right away. I was like, forget it, <laughs> put it on the side. <laughs> it's sort of like the and exclusivity then, kind of thing, right? Like just that that red uh, that velvet rope, you know, right in front of a club. Yeah, it's just funny. I don't know why, but I I'm not that kind of person. Like, want to line up and waiting for something, even though everybody's saying it's really great. I'll mm-hmm. probably just find a way to go when there's not that much, you know, not, man, not many people over there. So it was funny because after that, I dropped it off on the side. And then I was having a conversation with my friend on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And he said, whoa, you want to get on it? I have invitation. I can invite you. We're like, okay. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I got on it. Yeah. But then after, after I would say that about two months, pretty often on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I, I see the bright side, just like how we met George and how I met my mentor for self-publishing, yeah. Desiree Lee, right? Mm-hmm. But I also see the dark side of it. Yeah. So people so, being dismissive or they're kind of like shut people out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going on. And I just start to want to observe more how people, why people want to get on it so crazy. Mm-hmm. And like everybody was devastating to get on that. And how the people behave inside this unique app that, you know, we all know that other platforms are trying to copy that. So the, this is the, why I put the book together, because I just want to give everyone some heads up. When you get on Clubhouse, be prepared. If you only see the bright side, you better be careful. That's also the dark side of it. Mm-hmm. And if they only see the dark side, I do not hope that anyone just drop Clubhouse right away, because Clubhouse really have a lot of amazing things that, you can meet amazing people there. Oh yeah, yeah, like so. <laughs> you know, I was getting to getting to meet you, getting to meet Desiree Lee, getting to meet the the different people that I've experienced on the Five Two Nine Club for voiceovers, and it's just and obviously Club Pod is is a huge one for any podcast user. Like it's it's just an amazing amazing resource for anyone who really wants to learn about you know, so many different things want to basically kind of cultivate their passions. So before we get into the 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 potential pitfalls of Clubhouse, let's go back to the beginning for you, because everything that you've been been dealing with as a writer and a marketer and a consultant, but at the same time, also um, also a counselor, you know, like a, an advisor. What was it's, it sounds like you're wearing a lot of hats here. So what was the lightning bolt moment for you that really kind of got you in that direction when that moment that just had you say, this is the direction I want to go in. This is the kind of, le- this is the kind of person I want to be. What was that for you? Where, where did all of this start? 
Well, first of all, being bec- become an author is my dream since I was 13 years old. So we're mm-hmm. talking about 30-something years ago. And right. of course, back then in the 80s, I did not ever even thought that would be possible because, you know, without digital media, there is much less possibilities that you can actually get your book published, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, in the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. But of course, the new new era has changed. Of course, probably we'll have to thanks for Jeff Bezos to create mm-hmm. opportunities for so many people. Yeah. And for myself, I was first diagnosis of depression since I was 17. Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was denial completely. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get help. I have suicide thoughts and action oh, three times in my life. And realized one day, I, I would just say that if you allow me to say, it's probably yes. God's calling. Mm-hmm. I think God gave me so much to experience in life for his purpose. Mm-hmm. And I start to write every day on LinkedIn, posting um, message or articles about how to stay positive. How, mm-hmm. to, how to deal with mental health issue and just try to encourage, especially, you know, 2020, it's just a very special year. Oh, a yeah. lot of us even originally we were optimist and happy all the time. Suddenly, suddenly this whole thing just give us too much uncertainties and something that we don't know. So mm-hmm. at the point of time, because of the special year as well, because before that, I basically travel 100 days a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, one third of the time I was not even home. And, but because of pandemic, I have more time at home. Yeah. And I start to realize that, what do I do with the time that I have? <laughs> <laughs> and then I start writing, because writing is something that I, I loved, first of all. And mm-hmm. I realized that it's not too bad if I can write as long as one person read it and it helped them to be, you know, stay more positive or give them some positive energy. It's better than doing nothing, right? So that's where I begin to write more. And throughout this writing journey, I realized that I actually rebuilt my own mindset as well. Mm-hmm. Because I want to write positive, right? So I have to think positive. Yeah. So at the, at the point of time is I write every day in the morning. I have to manifest my own thoughts in a positive way first so that I can share with people. Yeah. And that helps me to avoid myself to get into depression because depression, honestly, over 30 years experience, I could not say that it won't come back to hit me again, George. Mm -hmm. I I, I just can't promise you that because you never know. Something that trigger, it might happen to have a depressed moment Mm -hmm. again. So being able to write and rebuild my mindset every single day, I, I think that is a way to help so I still maintain my, my, my main business as business consultations, sales and marketing. That is making my living and put food on my table. Mm-hmm. But what I'm doing on writing um, on LinkedIn and shared on other social media platforms every day is just to hope that I can help and encouraging people. And publishing my book is just, of course, I achieve my dream. But at the same time, I'm just making this extra money to donate to help children. Oh, that's fabulous. That is fabulous. And that's such a great direction as well to go in and such a such a great way to make the best out of a really, you know, incredibly insanely awful situation 
that we dealt we all dealt with in 2020. You know, it was 2020 was what it was, you know, and it's it's really like, you know, there's nothing that I can say about 2020 that everyone else around me has not already said. And so I am just thrilled that that 2021 is already showing a lot of promise. And I know exactly what you mean when it comes to being being cautious of the depression and the anxiety. And because like that's that's what I've been dealing with the past couple of months, because anxiety, I even had 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 myself assessed and it was it was, you know, like just dealing with anxiety, depression, self-doubt and fatigue. You know, those things that were that uh, that they were that uh, the doctor was saying was like basically like a computer virus that was slowing things down in my head. And it it was weird. It was because like once I became aware of that, it's Mm -hmm. it's around that time that things at work were really picking up and, and in a really positive way. You know, my the team and I like we started really gelling and felt like everything was really kind of working the way that it should. And. I've noticed that I haven't really had those sort of feelings of depression, of anxiety the past couple of months, but I'm still very much aware that just like you said, they can always, always re-manifest themselves at any time. And it's a matter of just being prepared for it. So, yeah, so, so you started writing and you're, and so is the Clubhouse Phenomenon your second book? Yes, it's my second book. So my first book was talking exactly how I started my writing journey Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn and how that works to maintain a positive mindset by writing. Because I know that a lot of people talk about journaling, write down your emotions and this and that. There is uh, one thing in psychology called the narrative theory. Yeah. We create our stories in our mind. Everybody Mm -hmm. does. So was you, so do I. And how we, we write that narrative about our own story can make a difference. Yeah. Now, we don't want to live in the past, but we want to write about the past because every time you write it again, you can redirect your own narrative to a mm-hmm. more positive way. So learning from the experience, something you experience doesn't mean that you, you will be better, just like you, you, you just shared. Like when you experience depressions and anxieties, or even panic attack. Sometimes if you don't have anything to shift your mind to something else, you could be dig deep into that and get darker and darker. Yeah. But if you are, like you said, consciously you rewrite and rebuild that mindset through writing, that will help you to get into the next level. Hmm, that's not that bad. Let's rewrite the story because we always can rewrite the stories already passed. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. that's how we can adjust or rebuild our mindset or even adjust our personality. That's exactly what the psychologist. Excellent. Excellent. And what's the name of the first book so that our listeners can go ahead and get it? Well, the first book is called Grow to Your Heart Works in Your Mind. Grow, grow to Your Heart Works in Your Mind? Grow, grow, grow. And so I write... I'm, I, okay, there's a lot of people that sharing other like famous people's grow on social media oh. every day, right? Mm-hmm. And but because I read one article and it's just getting hitting my head, it's like, how do you know that so and so said that at year of eighteen twenty nine? I'm like, yeah, how do I know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is a lot of quotes, quote unquote quotes. That you don't even know whether that person, I mean, okay, Gary V says something, probably, probably we know because he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But how about an 1829 so-and-so said, you, you don't know, right? right? So at the beginning, I was, I was using other people's grow and put my thoughts about it and how, how, how that can have a positive impact to myself. And after I read that article, I was like, you know what? Let's write my own so that I don't, I don't, you know, have a problem that people say challenge you, like, you know, <laughs> kind of like imposter syndrome. You don't want to get, you know, being challenged by others. But that became kind of like my style of writing on LinkedIn. And I use the same post for other social media platforms as well. Mm-hmm. So that quote, I made, I made up a quote every single day, every single morning. But it's a good thing is because when you, when, when you write that quote, that actually kind of like abstract everything, every thoughts that you have. Mm-hmm. And then you extend from there to what you feel, why you want to write this quote. What is this quote telling you? Mm-hmm. It's a way to learn our own emotions because more we understand our own emotions, emotions comes and goes. You can right. let it stay if it's positive. You can let it go if it's negative. So that will help us to manifest that. So that first book is more about my writing journey, starting on LinkedIn. And I share some of the posts that really good. I, lo- I love it the most, I would say, mm-hmm. and telling them how that journaling, because I think we don't, we don't lack of people telling you that writing is helping for mental health. Yeah. But how? Mm-hmm. I always ask how. If you don't tell people how step-by-step step how to do it, it's harder because listening to one to a, a, a quote, it's good. Mm-hmm. But able to use that quote and manifesting your own positive energy is yeah. what that benefits the most. So that's Excellent. what my first book about. Excellent. And, and yeah, to correct myself from before, the title is Quote to Your Heart works with your mind. So yes. that is available on Kindle Unlimited. Definitely go ahead and, and get your copy. I know I'm getting They're mine. also available on Apple, Apple Bookstore as well. Perfect. Perfect. And so you have that first one out. And but then there's but then there's also, you know, this growing app, Clubhouse. Now, mm-hmm. once you got sit once you got yourself situated in that what was it that really kind of started the, the drive toward getting the second book done? I was lucky because when I first got on Clubhouse, I have a bunch of LinkedIn friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I, I went into a place nobody knows and I feel like, like mm, I don't know what to do. Right. Uh, I was kind of like a little but, but you can imagine I was like a little kid following mm-hmm. this big adult <laughs> in the club. <laughs> and oh, yeah. um. So they brought me to a room. I mean, so they ping me to the room mm-hmm. and then they brought me on the stage and they pushed me to speak. Oh boy. And even though as a public speaker, I can tell you the first couple of times is still kind of like heart pounding and sweating. Mm-hmm. And this is just because the new environments and the people that you may not know all of them, that yeah. you start that conversation is harder. And then because I'm following my friends, so I start to know more people. I start to see more different rooms because, you know, on clubhouses, very good thing is you can choose what you're interested in. Yeah. So like me, I'm a mental health advocate. So basically most of the mental health rooms, I can see them on my hallway. Mm -hmm. So I just chime into places. And at the beginning, I was thinking that I'll get on into the room and listen and learn. Mm -hmm intentionally i was trying to find people who can teach me how to self-publish 
And that's where I met Desiree, my mentor. Yep. Mm-hmm. And seriously, I, it takes me about three weeks to get to pay for her class. Not wow. that I am kind of like calculating or not, but I just want to tell everyone, if you're looking for coaches or mentors, Mm-hmm. One time that you listen to them, you find it great, follow them around and see if that is, you know, the person, how they present, how they talk. Will that be someone that you're looking for and you can work with before you really get into the coaching or mentoring program? That would be one thing that I, I would say. And so I was lucky because I get into a lot of clubs and it's pretty good that a lot of people are very warm. And but then I start to see more LinkedIn people comes in, and I start to see that someone quote unquote influencer on LinkedIn doesn't mean that they can build same influence um, on Clubhouse, right? Because you know when you post on LinkedIn that you can you can you can basically plan and make it perfect and you know put it out, but then when it comes to Clubhouse, mm-hmm. just like you and me, Matt Judge. Yeah. We, we're the real person to person talking. I mean, be, before today, we already talked on Clubhouse already. Yep. You know how I speak, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So it's a different story. It's because it's all real time, real mm-hmm. person, and real conversation. Yeah. So and, it's people all, and, treat you- and it's not recorded Sorry. either, which is which is really yeah. interesting. So yeah, that, yes. that makes it even it makes it even more like an actual con like an actual one-on-one conversation you're having with someone. Yes. That's, that's sitting right next to you. And yes. that that's something that I really I really respond to as well, because there's so many times there's so many moments or anything that everyone is just willing to put on pause so that way they can reach in their phone and, and either, you know, get a selfie or snapshot, you know, the screen or whatever. It was just like, just live, just live in this moment. It's something that yeah. that Clubhouse really enables you to do. And almost like forces yeah. you to do, which I think is which I think is a is a great thing. It's it's a real strong element of being social in social media yes. that's been missing yes. for so long. It is true, but until I was removed from the stage mm-hmm. the first time, yeah, I don't understand why. And the second time I experienced some the dark the darker side of it, it's. Someone invited me for get on the stage, but I didn't know what they were exactly talking about. And mm-hmm. before I know it, in 10 seconds, I, ki- I was kicked out from the room. Mm. And then I started to see more like people talking about how they're dismissive, how they're racist, you know, whatever mm. human issues that you, you can name it. Yeah. Seriously, bullying and people come in, just throws your rooms. And then one day, this is where exactly where I think it will be great to write this book. Yeah. There was a, there was, I was in a room with someone, some people that I already knew them for a couple of times, and they were psy- psychologists. Mm-hmm. They're trying to create a space for people to share their story to help people. So they were saying, quote unquote, safe space to share, which is, yeah. we heard it a lot, right? Sudden mm-hmm. a certain, there's a gentleman on the stage and said, everywhere is safe. Why do you guys have to create a safe space? I do not encourage and people keep saying safe space. Everywhere, everywhere is safe. I was mm. shocked. And yeah. everyone on the stage, after they, they basically kick him out, of course, because yeah. it's kind of like a troll. Mm-hmm. And 
in five seconds, the women will cry. So how mm -hmm. vulnerable people could be when you're not mindful what you said to people. Yeah. And that was the time I made up my mind, like, you know what? I need to put more observation in, on Clubhouse and learn how people behave there. Mm -hmm. Because to the end of the day, there's one big topic that people always talk about is how social medias impact our mental health. Mm -hmm. If you do a Google search, social, social media impact, you could get 9.8 millions of results. Wow. And out of that 9.8 millions results, 80% of them are negative. Mm. I'm not saying that social media is negative. Everything has the good side and the bad side. Right. So I just want to write the book and put both things into the light. Everybody can see it. Now, yeah. this is the dark side. Be careful. You, it's not your fault. It's their problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. So leave quietly if you don't feel that the energy is what you, you, you are lighting for or you want to. Mm -hmm. And embrace the bright side and find your right people to be in with them and learn from them and benefit mutually. I think that was what Hubhouse is really more about that yeah. we want to achieve. So that's where I put the book together. That's great. That's great. And yeah, it's it's just like I said at the beginning of the episode, it's, uh, there was a great observation that Gary Vaynerchuk said when he was saying how social media was so bad for society because okay. that's what that's what everyone is telling him that yeah. social media is is so is so bad, it's so negative and it it turns people into in into something that they shouldn't be. And Gary was just like, "No, it reveals who they really are." Because if they True. feel like they can just go ahead and say whatever it is that has been in their head without consequence, and if they can just like hide behind a username or whatever, then they're going to feel that em empowerment and mm -hmm. feel emboldened to actually just go ahead and put everyone on on blast, you know, for for some for some reason. And so that's what that's what Gary has, has always said. It's just like it reveals who they are. So if you're going to be a, a negative, you know, troll on social media, you didn't start off as like this clean cut, you know, person just kind of walking happily through life and waving at your neighbors. You were always there was always mm -hmm. something there, you know, within yes. you. This just gave you the opportunity to amplify it. And then you and then even even worse, it's being in enabled by people who are thinking exactly the same way. And that's where we have this tribalism right now, which is which is very dangerous. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, that's that's what we that's what we see a lot. We see it a, a whole lot in our society and our politics and our religions and everything right now. But uh, but, you know, it's not like it's not like all these people on social media were just were all, you know, singing Kubaya together and then social media just happened to mess with their heads. It's like they're, it was already there. It is. Yeah. It is true. It is true. So that's why it's a, when social media becomes different and I, I appreciate Clubhouse so much because mm -hmm. actually I think they create the most transparent platform. Yeah. You see the true person behind, like you say, quote unquote, the username. Mm -hmm. Because it, it cannot be virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. It cannot be robots because you have to speak. Yeah. 
you have the speaker to connect, and I appreciate the the, the opportunities of collaborations and getting people to you know support and uplifting each other. That is amazing. But again, I mean, we cannot stop people using it on their own interests to trolls or bullying.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I always look at it like if anyone comes into the room and start to troll, you know, being a troll or bullying people, one thing always remember it is not because of what happened or what we are; it's because what they are. Yeah. So I just, you know, you gotta to you gotta to have the I would say that the mental toughness. To deal with that, so that you don't fall into the trap and then affecting your mental health. Exactly, exactly. I and mean, there's there's really no better way to say it, right there. So so have、uh, so since the book has been been out, as you said, since、uh, since April thirtieth. So as we're recording this, it's the beginning of May. So it's、yes. so you you obviously haven't been able to really kind of gauge its its success. It's only been out for a couple of days at this、mm. point. But I really hope that by the time Everyone is hearing this. That you've all been able to go out and get it because this will be posted on at least my my social media pages, so that hopefully people will be able to get it and really understand that that you know there are just like you said there are pitfalls in in this app, just like there are other ones in social media. But having this sort of blueprint to kind of guide you through that, I think is 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 a real benefit. Is real benefit to anyone who has been curious about this app, who has been experienced already in this app. It's 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 going to be a very very positive tool. First of all, I, I'm really honored and pleasure to be on your show today, George. And I appreciate that you helped me to promote the book.、Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that Clubhouse is constantly changing.、Mm-hmm. So before I published it, they just changed the icon, so I have to change my cover. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. Like two days before, like they changed the they changed the icon. Oh my god! I have to change my color. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> and because of that, every time if they have any update that significance may affecting the 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 materials or the contents that I put into the book,、mm-hmm. I'll just edit it and put out a second version or third version.、Mm-hmm. I just want to keep it up to date for what happened inside Clubhouse right now. Because I, as much as I know that I think Android users are coming. Yeah, to Clubhouse. So I think it will be great, and if that book is going to help someone to have a better understanding before, because I get on Clubhouse, feel like that I don't know where to go and what to do. I was lucky because I have a bunch of LinkedIn friends already there. But、yeah. again, everyone get on Clubhouse could be lo- losing the directions because it's so new,、mm-hmm. and it's unlike any other platform. It's too unique. And and by the way, I also mentioned something about marketing. So for any small business, they want to understand a little more behavioral marketing. That will be some information there too. Excellent, excellent. And、uh, and it's for some reason, and and even if if you don't list it at all in your interests, they'll still find a way to throw a Bitcoin clubhouse room at you. I've noticed that. <laughs> yes. Noticed that recently, it was just like I don't want to know about this. It was like I don't know. I don't want to know about NFTs. I don't want to know about Bitcoin. You're like I don't want to know about Dogecoin. You know, just like I I have my money. I'm happy with that. I'm not in. Interested in creating new money out of nothing. So you guys go, you know, 
do your thing. I'm not going to talk down about it or anything. I'm not going to denigrate anyone for go for going ahead with that. You want to do it, you know, more power to you. If it winds up being something huge, then I'll be happy to be wrong about that. But at the same time, it's just like they really want you to know about it for some for some reason. So that's it's it's really interesting the way that they kind of you know, throw in a couple of different suggestions, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with what you with with what you're doing right now. But that's kind of the same thing with any sort of social media. They always throw in just a little, hey, why don't you try this and see if it yeah. sticks. That's how the algorithm works, though. But I think also, George, you know what? Because most of us will be having the interest, which is under any room name with Clubhouse. Yeah. So when they say Bitcoin on Clubhouse, you see that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I think it's better than any other social media platform that the people will just, you know, connect with you and then send you a DM and tell you to trust them to buy Bitcoin. Because I believe that as real as the people are, if you were interested, like you said, if you're interested, feel free to go in and learn more about Bitcoin because maybe not everyone interested in that kind of in- investment. Everybody is different. But at least these people, they openly talk about it. I feel like a more positive energy. If you, mm-hmm. someone really want to know better than you go on, you know, there is a lot of scams talk about Bitcoin as well. Oh, everywhere. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like they're in, more, in a more spotlight place that they're talking about Bitcoin. At least I think they're real people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would, this is what I, I would look at, but I'm not, I'm not interested as well, but just like, like, this is at least a better way to learn more about Bitcoin by yeah. getting into with the real people, quote unquote, on a real conversation, real time. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if if I was curious enough to really get into all the details about it, that's where I would go. I feel like yes. I've I've tried asking people about it on Facebook and I think even on Twitter. And the answers I get, I still can't wrap my head around it. So I think like, <laughs> I think going into Clubhouse and be me basically just saying like, okay, explain this as if I'm a six-year-old. What is going on with this? <laughs> so, <Right>. so <laughs> if, um, yeah, so I, I got, so I got, so I got a, a big question for you here. So say I, again, you know, like the whole explain to me, like I'm a six-year-old kind of thing, but say I am <laughs> either an Android user or I'm an Apple user who just got an invitation and is ready to make that deep dive into Clubhouse. What is the one thing that you would suggest that I would arm myself with in a, in a sense? Like what would I, what should I prepare myself for when I go into this app? Well, this could be a lot of things. First of all, if that is for, especially for business, I would suggest, I highly suggest you use the same profile pictures with all different social platforms. So you, mm-hmm. Because they have the handle to Twitter and, and Instagram. So you do not have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Facebook or, Inst- or, sorry, or, or LinkedIn, because mm-hmm. they do not have the handle. So people have to search your name and find you. So right. if you have a different picture, people still have something weird. It's like, okay, for example, if your name is very simple, like John Mark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. You know how many John Mark on LinkedIn? <laughs> 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 and so... If you're using the same profile picture, people will spot, oh, that is the John Mark that I just talked to on mm-hmm. Clubhouse. So yeah. they will know who to connect to. That's one. Second thing is at least to write a little bit about yourself on the bio because people want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's the, you know, the way. And you don't have to write like a long one like mine, but 
right. most people read the first three lines <laughs> mm-hmm. and the last three lines. Yeah. The first three lines is when you have the half of your bio come up, they will see the first three lines. When mm-hmm. people want to go to your Instagram or your Twitter, they have to go all the way to the bottom. So they will, the last three lines, they also will read as well. So the first three and the last three is most important. Mm. And always remember to at least to put one handle there or an email contact there, especially for business purposes. Yeah. Because if you only have Clubhouse, and Clubhouse is weird that you have to notice you are on, you're only allowed to following certain amount of people. So, and if you do not want to follow them, at some point you lose them in a, in a big club of millions of people, you couldn't find the same person again. So for better extending the connections with the people that you're interested to talk to, yeah. it's always good to have a handle that people can, can connect with you outside Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And be mindful when you go to rooms. Any room that if you don't feel the energy inside or the atmospheres inside is what you like, yeah. there is a button called leave quietly. Yes. So that you can excuse <laughs> yourself without bothering anyone. Mm-hmm. So just be mindful and always put your own mental health in the very first place when you are in Clubhouse. What benefits you, and you know help you to maintain and keep your mindset and your and your mental health in a positive way. That's mm-hmm. where you want to go. Excellent. And where can where can my listeners find you on social media? Obviously, they can find you on Clubhouse, but where else can they where else can they find you? I am on Facebook having a page called Jack Talk. So it's J-A-C-Q-T-A-L-K. Mm-hmm. And I have Instagram, which is when you get to my clubhouse, you definitely can use the handle to go to my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. or you can find me at J-A-C-K-L-J-R. Excellent. So it's the same handle as I use for Clubhouse and LinkedIn, the same name and the same mm-hmm. picture. Excellent. And I really hope that uh, that all of you out there that have been curious about Clubhouse that are ready to kind of dive in and experience this really extraordinary app and everything that it offers. I really hope that all of you are careful on this app, just like you should be on every social media app. Remember that uh, that the only things that can be shared and sent around and everything are the things that you are sharing. So you want to make sure that you're that you're being very mindful of everything. And Jacqueline has provided just an amazing, amazing tool that I hope all of you really take advantage of, can go ahead and read, can be prepared so that way you can jump into Clubhouse with both feet and a clear mind. So for Jacqueline Young, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward, and I will see you next week. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. 
And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres, narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today.